Okay. I'm hungry. <laughs> we are live. Okay. Hello, hello. Welcome back, guys. How are you guys doing? I'm good. How are you? Great. This <laughs> <laughs> is darn great. All right. Um, let's start out with some um, updates and shout outs if you guys have any. Uh, I don't have any shout outs. Uh, updates. I don't think I have any updates either. Life's been pretty boring. I think the only update I have right now is that I'm building a fence on Friday. Yay. So hopefully it'll, well, the goal is between Friday and Monday. So hopefully it'll be here when I do my little Mother's Day, like get together for my friends. Your housewarming was so fun. Oh my god, I was lit. And you was crying. I know, that's why I said y'all almost made me cry earlier. It Don't was do so that. Funny because <laughs> I'm emotional. You know men and their terrible gift giving. And I was like, Mandy, what should you get Kim? He was like, What should I get her? I'm like, give her a hundred dollars for a fence. And he actually did. <laughs> like, and Kim just started boo-boo crying. Because he was like, Here, Kim, get your fence. And I was like, stop. And Kim, you deserve it. It's okay. And I was like, man, you the only nigga that never folded on me while you like. I was, oh God, I was in my feelings. <laughs> and then my best friend came from Dayton, and as soon as she walked in, I was like, what the fuck? Why are you here? <laughs> and my dogs came from my childhood. It was a great turnout. It was. So yeah, it was it was nice. Your curls look good. Thanks. I was so drunk at your thing. I didn't even come. You were? Yes, I didn't even come expecting to drink, but you know most times. Okay, wait, but so... y'all killed the Patron and the Azul. Yeah, there's about this much Azul. I left. took a shot of the Azul. That shit was so gross. There's about this much left, and I'm going to drink it because I didn't get one. I didn't get one. I didn't care about the Patron. Patron trifling, but I didn't get one lick of the Azul. And I kept taking videos like, wait a minute, that my drunk ass. That's nasty too, but it's a little smoother than Patron. And the Patron, oh. I don't like it either, but the way Mo made it, we mixed like I already the know punch, the, yeah. the mango, and a little bit of Red Bull. Oh my God, Every time I looked so at the good. Azul, it was just, because I was drunk too, it was just going down <laughs> like piece by piece. And I was like, wait a minute, it was just up here. By yeah, the time I got a, it back, it was... That's a huge bottle. Yeah. And y'all was... So yeah, by the time I left, I was... I didn't know Very that. Hmm. Yeah. Anyways, you can follow us on social media. Our Instagram is Take Control Podcast. Our Twitter is Take Control Pod. And our email is Take Control Podcast at gmail.com. All right. So I want to start out by acknowledging that May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Yay. Certain claps. Um I don't know. Do you guys want to touch on mental health a little bit? Yes. All right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we was going to have like a little thing. Um, But no, um, mental health is huge to me because I come from a family of a lot of mental illness, um, like past generations past. Um, And even my direct family has a lot of mental illness going on. So for me, it was really important for me to take care of my mental health um, so I can be the best version of myself to everybody around me and my future family. For me, I just would um, ask our listeners to just make sure you're paying attention to how you feel. Um, Really try to get in tune with your body. You know, I feel like as I'm getting older, I'm starting to notice like 
my body's reaction to like sadness or grief. Like it's like a physical feeling I feel in my body now. Mm. Um, just that mindfulness. Uh, again, I always encourage people to go to therapy, get a coach, um, make sure you're surrounding yourself with people who are pouring into you and will tell you like, Hey, I think you need to go speak to somebody or whatever the case may be. So yeah, I mean, just take it as serious as you would take your physical health. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, I definitely take it very serious just because, you know, I'm sure a lot of people deal with it on a daily consistent basis as well as myself. Um, And I try to at first I was very kind of shy to talk about it because not a lot of people really understand anxiety and depression and things like that. And I've had people who made me feel like I was just overreacting or um so I'll take it very serious you see me posting things on my story often about just trauma and um and dealing with unhealed trauma and how to deal with people with anxiety and trying to understand them better and I don't post it to sound like I'm sad or anything like that but just to make others aware of how to treat you um Cause I've learned a lot about anxiety and different ways it can show up for you. So mm-hmm. like this morning I woke up on my way to work and my anxiety was so bad. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, so I try to be more aware of like things that are triggering me. And, um, you know, like Brandy said, therapy always works. I believe in therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, praying, journaling, finding things that help you like, for me, a big thing for me is listening to music, um, writing my feelings, and um, I try to do like those breathing exercises. That oh, yeah, those nice. are really good. Um, not everybody believes in this, but I smoke too. Smoke well, that's been weed. known to like calm people <laughs> down though, because of the CBD yeah. aspect. So it helps me. Yeah. So, yeah, do what works for you and take action. Yes. Hit our DMs if you need some guidelines. Mm. We ain't experts, but hit our line. One thing I did want to point out, I was listening to, I think, The Breakfast Club yesterday, and they had a, I don't know if she was a psychiatrist or a psychologist, but she was talking about um, making sure you pay attention to the way you cope. Um, Mm. And the reason why I thought about it is because you just said that you smoke. And Mm -hmm. she was basically just saying, like, you have to be careful when it comes to like smoking and drinking and really any kind of addictive measure. You know what I mean? Like that's not proper coping skills. Mm-hmm. Um, so even with that, like, you know, every now and then I'll, I'll do an edible, you know what I mean? But yeah. it's just like, you have to look at the why behind it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think anything beats um, actual therapy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh, for sure. Yeah. Like get the, get the right therapist. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I just kind of want to put that, put that out there. Like, yes, it takes the edge off sometimes, especially in a pandemic, you know, but that's not also the most healthiest way to deal with whatever you're dealing with. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but people have to be mindful, too, because for me, it, I'm not addicted. Like, yeah. it's not like I have to every day or if I don't, I'm I'm going to be tweaking or something yeah. like that. So it's just like, but some people, it, it can be addictive. Yeah. So you just got to be mindful yeah. of your body and your mind. Yeah, you definitely sure. do. Because I, I get the best sleep when I'm like drunk. <laughs> or when I'm like tipsy 
And I have to be telling myself, like, because sometimes I'll be like, damn, I'm trying to sleep good tonight. Should I take a drink? And I don't because I'm sitting here like, well, don't get into that habit of like, mm-hmm. oh, I really I really want to sleep good, so let me drink. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So I just, I'm yeah. like, girl, just it's fine. You're going to sleep good by the grace of God. Just leave it at that. Yeah. yeah. And some people have addictive personalities and yeah. they don't even know it or like, you never know what could set off some kind of chemical imbalance. So yeah. I just say tread lightly with anything that you do outside of like professional health. Yeah. Right. I definitely stopped using drinking as a, cause that was a coping mechanism for me. Like I remember at one point I had to drink wine every day to relax to myself to go to sleep or just drinking in general. I had to, I realized that sometimes drinking makes me be very defensive and aggressive mm. and I'm like that sober so drinking just adds more yeah yeah so like now i'm very mindful of how much i drink when i drink and who i'm around yeah so yeah all right um this is random this wasn't on the outline but i just saw it It says gang members release a thousand cockroaches (laughs) in a restaurant over owners unpaid debt okay (laughs) what where did you get the roaches from that's, I was about to say that. Somebody just said that, like, in the comments, where did they get the roaches from? Are they a thousand sales? roaches? And how did they know it was a thousand? That's gross. Bro. Wow. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> so there was this clip of a show. I don't know the show's name, but basically Yandy and Mendeecees was having a conversation. And he was saying how if the roles were reversed, he doesn't know he would hold her down if she was in jail. Mm-hmm. Uh. But that's all I really got from the clip. I'm gonna play the clip, and if y'all have like more to add to it, you can. <laughs> oh, actually, I think I have the Breakfast Club. Oh, sorry, hold on. Okay, maybe I don't have the clip. This is a clip from Bre- Breakfast Club, so I don't want to play that one because it's irrelevant. Did anybody watch the whole thing? Yeah, so I can't can remember it. the name of the show, but it's a spinoff from Love and Hip Hop. So basically, um, Yandy and Mendeecees are on no, this show, and um, she basically asked him, like, if the roles were, was reversed, and I had to do eight years in jail, would you hold me down? And he was like, honestly, he was like, I can't say that I would or that I wouldn't I don't know and she was like and that's the problem um and then basically it just went to like a confessional of her just saying like how hurt she was and upset by it because you know she stood by this man and he doesn't mm-hmm. even know if he would do the same for her also somebody mentioned that and I don't know if this is true that he says something about her not writing or calling every day I don't know because I only seen the clip I don't I haven't watched the show mm-hmm. um but I mean that's probably not too far-fetched that she didn't write all the time or call every day. Um, for me, initially, when I seen it, I remember commenting, I think it was on the shade room, and I was like, of course, because niggas, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> why would he say anything else? Um, but initially, my thought was like, that's messed up, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but then I was listening to something, and they basically was just saying, like, they really didn't have an issue with what he said because he was honest. Um, and I think that... For me, 
I can accept the honesty because not a lot of people can hold somebody down for eight years while they Mm -hmm. in jail. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially if you throw like being faithful in there. Mm -hmm. And I don't know to what extent they was talking about between her her and him being faithful or just, you know, making sure he was good or whatever the case may be. But I think the best thing you can do in that situation like that is reward somebody with honesty. It doesn't mean I I don't love you or that I don't want to be with you or that Mm -hmm. you're not the love of my life or whatever. But Given the same circumstances, I can't say that I'm built like that to, yeah. to be able to do that. So I can see both sides of it. Um, and then at the same time, would you want somebody to hold? You know what I mean? Like, eight years is a long time. If I go, you know what I mean? Time. I'm going to be straight up. If my nigga go to jail, you might get a year. Like, I just, <laughs> right. Sorry to this man. Yeah. Like, and I'm just saying that because I have, you know what I mean? My father has been in and out of the prison system my whole entire life. And it's hard to call accept the phone calls every day it's hard to sit down and write every single day it's hard to make time to go and see that person every single day and it's really like you know what I mean like I'm doing those eight years with you and you can't really put that on somebody you know what I mean like I can support you in the ways that I can support you but to have that expectation is almost a little bit crazy to me like Again, I didn't I didn't do this. And it, just as this is a sentence for you, it's a sentence for me or for mm-hmm. our family mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. And I still got to make sure that I'm straight out here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I found the clip, but I just wanted to add that I understand the struggles and that it's hard. Like I've dealt with somebody who was in and out of jail as well and just putting the money on the phone and not being able to talk as long as you want to. Like, that's just a lot. And I don't think it's fair to kind of put that on somebody, especially if it's for a long period of time. But I feel like I don't know their situation and what they discussed before and what his expectation was of her. But in most situations, a man does expect you to hold him down. So it's just like. Is that a double standard I, I, though? I do understand the honesty and I do respect that because I, I will want you to tell me how you really feel. But for me, if my man said that after I held him down for so long, I think I would leave him. Mm-hmm. And when I was listening to the Breakfast Club clip, they were saying, like, he should have just lied on national TV. Like, they could have had that conversation separately. Like, that's not entertaining. <laughs> I mean, like, oh, my God. But I'm going to play the clip real quick. Yeah, after you play the clip, I got a question. Okay. Hold me down. The dramatic music. <laughs> But, you know, I don't know what I will be able to do. Hmm. And that's a problem. So, Mendici finally admitted that he doesn't know if he would have stayed if the roles were reversed. And that's so hurtful because people have said to me, you doing all this, would he do that for you? And I've always come at it with, yeah, he would. We love each other. But to hear him sit here in my face and be like, I don't know. Listen, I'm telling you the truth. Like, that's so unfair. If the roles were reversed, would you hold me down? Okay, what's your question? So my question is to that, because you was like, I would have left them. Are you doing something for somebody because you genuinely want to do it as a good person? Or are you doing it because you expect the same in return? Because life ain't fair, my nigga. Like, to yeah. her point, like, you know what I mean? It's not fair. So, again, to force your ex, your expectation of what you would do for somebody on somebody mm-hmm. else is almost asinine. Like, I mean, I, I understand that. But <laughs> it's just like, I also, in the, the mind frame that I'm in today, I would want to be with somebody that's going to reciprocate. 
what I'm going to give and the type of loyalty that I have. Like, Mirror it uh, in the same exact way that you do? I mean, I'm not saying dead ass exactly, but like, I'm not going, I'm not going to go into a situation holding somebody down for eight years if I don't know for sure that they would do it for me. I just, I'm not. I mean, it's fair. Yeah. I don't disagree. It's, it's fair. I'm just, eight years is a long time. Yeah. Dude. So we will have to have that conversation before you even go to jail. Like, would you do this for me? Yes, sir. Fucking no. And if you don't know and you say or you say no, then bye. Like, or if I they just, switch up while they're in prison. Yeah, I like, just can't. Like, I, like, like you said, I will be there in the way that I can. But to stay committed to you for all these years and you don't I'm know if you straight up. I, <laughs> I cannot. And you can't. But the thing is, you know that a lot of men can't handle that. So it's just like, just leave them. And you want to cheat? That's why I don't, I don't deal with people that <laughs> put themselves at more of a risk to go to jail because yeah, it's just too. I'm much. not built to hold a nigga down in jail. I'm just no. not. But that's that's tra- childhood trauma from seeing my from dad. dad. So yeah. it's just like yeah. yeah, I'm not doing it. I don't know. Like I said, I need to know what you would do for me. But then what if they lie and say yeah? They know they're gonna, gonna lie. What the fuck? So I mean, I guess it's the expectation is <laughs> the expectation that he holds you down and not cheat. Or is the expectation you just put money on my books, check on me, make sure I'm good, and when I see you when I get out, we can pick this thing back up. Like, I mean... Save it. She's going to be married with kids. I wouldn't want him to cheat. Yeah. But I've come to the conclusion that cheating is not really a A high deal deal breaker breaker for me. So would I expect him to be faithful while I'm in jail for eight years? No. No. I just don't want to hear about it. I'm not telling you no. don't do it or it's okay. I'm not saying it's okay, but if you do it, I don't want to fucking know. But it's just like, I mean, it ain't for me. I'm gonna just say that it ain't for me because I ain't trying to be lonely for eight years, and I'm not trying to hold out for eight years. So it's a no for me, dog. I'm gonna be like Mary in Power Book Two. I've never even seen power. Her man was in uh, jail. I think, I don't know if he was doing life or not, but she had the little cop messing with the cop. I'm a cheat. I can't, I'm not even going home. Wait, it was that, who was the, so the only episodes I've seen of power was like when the, the like white Italian lady or whatever she is. Something like season one. Was, yeah, it is season one. I think it was like season one, episode three. See, I, I think it's like season one, episode three. No. But when Shorty was cheating with uh, the shoe, might have been his assistant or something. Is it Ghost? Is that the main dude? Mm-hmm. He was cheating on his wife. Oh, she wasn't Italian. She was Mexican or something. Yeah, she was Hispanic. Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't see for real, but yeah, she's talking about the spinoff of Power. But yeah, either way, I'm not watching it. I'm not watching both of them. They, <laughs> they condone bad things. I'm not looking at it. So uh, okay. Um, I'm trying to think where to go next. There's a lot. I'll ask this since Mother's Day is coming up, which the show will be out after Mother's Day, but whatever. I can try to put it out tomorrow. Unless you want to wait. I kind of want us to stay consistent and go back to our Wednesday drops. Okay. So, but we'll see. Okay. So the question is, if you're in a relationship with someone who isn't your kid's father, do you expect them to get you a Mother's Day gift? Yes. If you're in a relationship with somebody else that's not your baby dad, should your boyfriend get you a Mother's Day gift? Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Right. You you with me and you know I got these babies and you support me having them and raising them. So why So you not? wouldn't mad if you did I'm not going to say mad, but I'll be like, bro, for real? Like, okay, well. I just don't understand why somebody wouldn't. Actually, my stepdad did that to my own mother and they were married. 
And when I went off about it, he was like, what are you pregnant or something? I don't understand why you're getting all worked up about Mother's Day. I said, because she had your baby Mm -hmm. and three other babies and she raises your baby in the same household as you 24 seven. And for you not to get her mom something too, I'm not understanding. So for me, like I was pissed. Like, bro, you're not about to play my mom. Like she don't be Mm -hmm. holding down for these kids. So I obviously don't have children, but I don't know if I'd be mad at bro, but I'd definitely be like, hmm, noted. I'm going to fall back some. That's cause... like saying I'm not going to get you a birthday gift because I'm you, not your mom or you your don't dad. Do that like, no, that's not the same. I just don't understand why <laughs> it wouldn't. Right, why wouldn't you, though? <laughs> yeah, well, for me, um, I've only been in one relationship outside of my kid's father, so I last year I did get a gift. It was something simple like the card and that's fine though acknowledge me something like that but and i was not expecting it would i be mad or feel away i don't know if i'll be upset but i think in a relationship especially marriage even if we don't have kids together I, it would be a nice gesture i, I like think that. you should acknowledge it because having kids ain't no hoe yeah that's what to say raising them ain't no hoe just as I would expect, I would expect a woman to get a man a Father's Day gift. That's weird to me. I got, I got a better question though. Mm-hmm. Should your child's father get you a gift for Mother's Day? Fuck yes, baby. Okay, I was having this conversation with someone, and um, not together anymore. Should right. they get you a Mother's Day gift? Okay, so I was having this conversation with someone, and the. The question they asked, because they were asking me about their friend's situation, was basically like, her friend was upset because her boyfriend's baby mom asked for a gun for Mother's Day, and she didn't feel like he should spend that much money on her. And she was like, well, how would you feel? Like, would you want, you know, your kid's father to get you something or whatever? And I said, you know what? Like, I think it's a nice gesture. I think out of all holidays... That's one day that we should do something for each other. Now, I don't expect nothing on my birthday, nothing on Christmas, right. nothing like that. But for me, the way I play it is when I get something, I say it's from the kids. Right. Right. Like last year, my um, kid's dad had the boys make a painting for me and then he got me a card and they all signed it. Something like that. So Yeah. I, th- I think so, personally. I think so. Because could- I'm a bomb-ass mom and you're a great dad so it's like why would we not celebrate that yeah well even even if the even if y'all were on like even if they weren't or whatever it's the acknowledgement piece that this person literally popped out a whole human and is raising it no questions asked Mm -hmm. i think i think you should regardless i agree what if what if um what if He's married. Should he get you a gift? At that yes. Point? yes, 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 <laughs> yes. All aspects. Y'all yes. can both get me one. Actually, put okay. money together. Sign it, date it. Both the reason why I ask is because I've been seeing it float around on Twitter. I mean, mm. not Twitter. I'm never on Twitter, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook, mm. and somebody was like, "No, you know what I mean? Like, you gonna get a thanks for being a good mom." And this was a woman who said it. Um, you gonna you should get a thanks for being a good mom, and that's it. But you should be thanking me daily. A nice text of showing his appreciation. I will accept. Right, that's because that. that's like a card. That's but like a virtual for you card. To not acknowledge it at all. I'm not cool with yeah. that. Yeah. Um. I don't have a stake in the fight because I ain't got no kids. So yeah. yeah. But I, it, I, I will want something, even if it's just a card or just yeah. a nice text showing your appreciation because it's fucking hard being a parent. I was about to say, yeah. kids. I don't 
take kids lightly. So I think there should always be some type of acknowledgement. And I think it's because I came from a divided family. Like all my siblings are all over the place. Mm -hmm. So like to see some people be acknowledged and some people not and this and that, I think it's important regardless because kids are not just a thing to, you know, play around with. I don't know. I don't, I think it's disrespectful. Like I went off when I saw my stepdad do that. It's not, and then you don't even acknowledge her mom. Like for me, I get my um, significant other's parent something because I'm like, shout out to you for being a good a good parent, a good mom or whatever the hell, birthing a human. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't take kids lightly. I don't know. I, I think as the girlfriend of somebody who might have kids, like I definitely think that you should acknowledge. I definitely think that you should get a gift. I think there might be a monetary limit to the gift that you get. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> go buy her a car. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm thinking about the whole gun thing, and I'm like, okay, on one hand, I can get it. She got your kids. She needs to be able protection. to protect the kids. But mm-hmm. then at the same time, it's just like, is she using you? Do though? you really need to spend yeah. three, four hundred dollars? Okay, so then I said this. I was saying when we were having this conversation, I'm like, well, what if the mother needs a car, a new car, and she maybe she can't get it for herself? Can he buy it? Because he she needs transportation for like the safety the of the kids. I guess my question would be, why can't she get a car? Maybe she broke. Some people are stable. (laughs) (laughs) So you need to get your kids. You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather you just get your kids. I I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) But see, that's hard for some moms because I feel like um, after my last relationship and I had to start all over, it was a period of time where I feel like I cannot care for them. But as a mom, I can't just see me giving full custody to my kid's father and having my kids that much like me even having half the week bothers me sometimes like, yeah and then too i was gonna say how do you guys feel about moms taking mother's day to themselves because last year was my first mother day where i was like i don't want to be around my kids all day i did go see them for a little bit i let them give me their gifts but then the whole rest of the day i spent to myself yeah i mean i think if you mm-hmm. if that's necessary for you yeah. i think it's a great idea to go and like just yeah. pamper also, yourself it's also a struggle for me because i'm like why would i not be my kids well i think a lot of moms feel, feel that way yeah and it's oh, not i don't thing. think i can't speak because i don't have kids but i just don't think seeing my mom do that she went to dinner with me and felt bad the entire time because her eight-year-old wasn't with her and i was like you're allowed to sit down and have a drink and enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. So for me, like the big, the reason I'm doing like a mother's day thing at my house for my friends is so they can finally relax and just, Oh, I get to come over and drink and just chill. Yeah. yeah. So for me, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, especially yeah. like I see how my mom works and how hard she works and I'm thirsty to get her out of the house. Like without my brother, of course mm-hmm. I want to see my brother and be with him, but she can't sit down and have a meal or a drink without being like, Hey, you okay? And I'm like, mom, take your drink, eat your dinner. He go, you're going to be back in an hour. Yeah. We had a quick spot. We went to Panera. You're going to be back in <laughs> like an hour. It's okay. I don't know if it's, I was just having this conversation. I don't know if I got that motherly instinct or if it's going to like kick in. Cause I just, mm-hmm. be, like the mom guilt thing to me, like I know it's a real thing for mothers, but I be looking like, for real, fuck them kids. Like, <laughs> you got to take care of yourself in order yeah. to take care of your own kids. Like, me and my homegirl was having a conversation. Oh, I have an update. I'm starting the process to get a breast reduction. Oh, um, yes. You can your boob meat. Yes, you can have them. Can you call boob meat? <laughs> yes, you can have them. Not boob uh-huh. meat. <laughs> but me and my homegirl was talking about it. She was like, 
we basically were talking about like if you have a baby and they get bigger and all of that and that breastfeeding stuff. And I was like, well, honestly, I was like, it's not a thing for me. Like, mm-hmm. I, it's not like I absolutely have to breastfeed. I'm mm-hmm. not thrilled with the idea of somebody sucking on my nipple and being right. in pain. And <laughs> she was just like, and I was like, well, did your son latch? And she was like, I tried. It didn't work. So, you know, as long as he mm-hmm. ate, I really didn't care. Mm-hmm. And I was telling Ashley, she was like, no, girl. She was like, I will hold your breast so that you can <laughs> be in my Oh, my God. I'm like, it's just not a thing. For me. Like, yeah. it'd be a lot of stuff. I just be looking like, I don't think I would be that kind of mom but maybe I'm saying that now because the you don't have mother them. hormones yeah. ain't there and it's just yeah. like but there's also different types of moms like I look at my cousin and one is like both of my cousins their kids are six weeks apart mm-hmm. one is super laxed the other is super like anal mm-hmm. so I think it's just your natural type of personality like I'm not trying to be funny I say it all the time my kids gonna be with their daddy mm-hmm. and we we gonna be together mm-hmm. we gonna be together mm-hmm. we gonna be married by the grace of God but like mm-hmm. well you need a snack Go ask him. He's going to get up and go get it for you. Yeah. But then again, I could be a different parent. It, yeah. I could have that baby be like, don't you touch my child. She's hungry. Yeah. I get it. You know what I mean? So I think it's just different type of parenting skills. And you'll find out what type of parent you are once it comes to it. And you change. Because for me, my first child, I got pregnant at like 19, almost 20. And for me, like, I'm still a kid, kind of. Like, I'm a dog, yeah. but I'm not. And I was just so selfish, not really caring. Fuck this job. I'll get another one tomorrow type shit. So when I had him, it's like, for my first kid, I had such a big support system that I didn't have to, I could still go out and kick it. I didn't right. have to be a mom 24-7. Or like, his grandparents on his dad's side, since he was a baby, they got him every month for a whole week. Mm. I got to kick it. Like, I got to enjoy myself. So I feel like we still bonded and we still had that. But my mindset was different versus when I had my second child at 24 I had help. I had his dad there. We were in the same household. Yeah. I had, and then, but when it came to like family support, I didn't have as much as I had with my first kid. So mm. him and I were together 24 seven. So him and I were more closer. He attached to me more. And so he's more of a gentle kid where my other son is more mature and yeah. independent. He's right. Used to kind of being on his own. Yeah. So it's like, you have to, you can, your parenting style can change. Oh yeah. I mean, I see it with my brother. I think I talked about this on the show before. My dad parents, my brother completely different than me and we're a year and a half apart, Mm -hmm. but it's because a lot of times when you do have that first kid being a first time parent, I mean, I've worked with newborns and new and families and newborns for like 10 years. So seeing first time parents come in with newborns versus Oh, it's my second or third kid. They're like, so like, oh, it's on the, the pacifier on the floor. Put it back in his mouth. First time parents are like, give me water. Give me a sanitizer. You know what I mean? It's just different. So, but then you can be like that with all your kids. Cause my mom will put a jacket on us and it's 60, 70 degrees outside. She's like, zip it up. You're going to get pneumonia. And I'm like, mom, it's 70 degrees outside. Yeah, but your chest is out. Okay. That's why you're sick. All right. So I don't know. I think. It's going to be different parenting. Everybody becomes a different parent. Everybody parents different. So it just depends on what you, once you actually have that kid. I don't know. Have you seen that meme uh, on Justin LaBoy's page where he is like, I'm going to tell these kids something one time and then after that, <laughs> do what the fuck you want to do. I just, no. <laughs> I still be calling this man Justin LA boy. <laughs> Every time it's LaBoy. I'm like, that's me. Listen, I'm going to say it once. After that, do what you want to do. I Listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
anyways yeah so this year i just want i don't know it might be too late to schedule me like a massage i don't want to get a massage i want to get a mini and petty yeah i don't know who's gonna pay for it if i gotta pay for it myself that's fine but i don't want to just be pampered but that's what i want to do yeah i don't want to deal with this and it's not my it's their daddy's weekend but this is kind of selfish <laughs> When it's Father's Day, I want him to want to be with kids. I want him to be like, well, I'm gonna start taking Father's Day to myself. Like, nigga, no, you're not. Like, <laughs> I cannot. That's okay. That's so wrong. That's I, so wrong. <laughs> it is what it is. All right. So moving on, because we got a lot of shit to get through. So I um put this question on our story, and it was a poll, and the question was, do men care if you? Get waxed or shaved because some women still shave or not. And the majority of the men said they didn't care. That's what I say. They don't give a shit. They're going to get up in there regardless. They, they don't, don't care how they shit. get. They're going to get through That's it. That's thing. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, I've been feeling. Okay, so before I started getting waxes, I used to feel so insecure about a man touching me. When you know it's in that prickly stage, or like yeah, this, yeah, growing back, and it's all like, ew, <laughs> bro, like, don't even touch me. <laughs> Why are you talking like that? <laughs> but now that I have but that I get waxes, like, since it's, I've been doing it for so long, it doesn't get prickly, like, it grows back softer and mm. thinner, but I still be feeling weird. That's the thing. I just, I don't know if I would want to deal with the grow outs, period. Because I, I work for a salon and we have estheticians in there and they've been doing Brazilians for like a year. And I'm saying, they'll be check, I'll be checking somebody out and she's like, all right, I'll see you in four weeks. And I'm like, so you got to let it fully grow out for four weeks? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, well, wouldn't he, so he's not bothered by that though. He likes the wax period, but then is okay through the grow out. I mean, no. It's Niggas don't okay. care they about don't, it being bare. They don't care about it being in the grow out. They don't care mm-hmm. about a full fucking they, bush. They don't get in there. They don't only, care. I think there was only two people that said they prefer it to be wax, wax. versus hair. Yeah. I mean, I do believe that there is a a, a total difference um, when you're waxed in a bush, but mm-hmm. like. Niggas don't care. Pussy's you know what pussy. somebody said to me? <laughs> Sorry, they don't care. <laughs> My like first boyfriend ever said to me, I was only like 17 and I was still a virgin at the time, but he was like, you know what's weird to me is when <laughs> this kind of made me feel some type of way about him. Like, bro, are you sick in the head? He was like, I feel like when a woman like doesn't have hair, like I feel like she's like 12 years old. And I was like, okay now for a, i was like ew why why are you thinking like that well no i will say like in my early 20s i never wanted to be like completely bare i used to mm-hmm. have like a little landing strip something <laughs> something because i felt like that like ugh, yeah. I feel like a little kid like that's what he said and i was um, like now that i'm older i don't necessarily feel like that but i don't think it's like perverted in nature for see me. it was more and that's the thing that i was thinking like why was why okay i didn't know what to say i was just like okay now i do think you being waxed or unwaxed probably makes a decision on whether or not a nigga gonna do oral on you but mm, all right. okay since we're talking about that there was a video of tyrese shay or a picture maybe Shaving his girlfriend's vagina. No. I heard about that. One, was that doing too much? And two, would you got to let a man shave you? 
Don't you be maybe nervous that they're going to cut you? Yeah, I was about to say, maybe if I'm pregnant. I was going to say, that's the only time I, I can't do it. see it mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you could wipe the nair off or something. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't. I, don't. I don't know about that. And yeah. then to post it, it's just like. Yeah, that's weird. Y'all could have did that and not posted it. Like, Period. we didn't need that information. I let someone shave me one time, but it was because I was Did pregnant. they cut? See? I was going to say, mine, I've always said this. Is when I'm pregnant, my man is definitely going to have to do it for me because I can't see. Especially, I don't want to be, you know. But I think you can still get waxes when you're pregnant. You can. Yeah. 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 It's it's more sensitive, but you can. I learned that from my esthetician friends. You can. <laughs> um, It's super fucking sensitive, but you can. But yeah, I think my only reasoning would be, like, if I'm, like, paralyzed or pregnant. <laughs> because. <laughs> because ain't no, ain't no fucking weight. You about to cut me. Hmm. No. And I mean, I think if you guide him right. He won't necessarily cut you. I mean, no, I just shaved, so like yeah. I, was about no. to say that I, I think they got the general idea of how to do it. No, I feel like once they get up in the well, I was about to say once you get to a certain part. That's what I say. Like, like yeah. you can't, no, you, you can't. You ever seen that story where they talk about the photos where they say the girls be in the shower like this? Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Once you get to this stage, I'm gonna need you back up. Like, why? Because he's, I, he's gonna cut me. He's gonna cut me. So y'all can't see what we're doing at home, but Kim is lifting her leg up in the air and I'm like spreading open. <laughs> take, a, take a boomerang and they go gonna know what we talk about. We gotta start taking clips of each other. Yeah. It should be funny. Okay, I'm saying. Count, count down like three, two, one. Three, two, one. <laughs> Let me see. Look, they don't know why. They don't know why. Y'all go find out. Y'all go find out. But yeah, I think that would be my only reasoning. Pregnant or like I'm paralyzed and I just don't want to, you know. That's yeah, great. but generally I don't think they care. <sighs> yeah, okay. they don't. All right. So what is something inexpensive that a person can buy for you that'll make your day? Dick. I'm kidding. I was kidding. You can't buy dick. <laughs> I mean, you can, but. <laughs> oh, she out here frosting so easy. Like something inexpensive. Hmm. I don't know. I'm gonna say food, flowers. Yeah, okay. Flowers. I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah, food, flowers, flowers, candy. I'm a foodie, so as long as you give me food, I'm cool. That's all I need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This girl, my job be bringing me her um leftover dinners because just her and her boyfriend. I'm like, you really be trying to feed me? I like you. Mm-hmm. All right. So this next question says should you be on the phone with your male friend or female friend in front of your significant other um i don't see the problem (laughs) i mean if the conversation is like appropriate appropriate it was the problem (laughs) right i think if your significant other knows them they'll be more comfortable yeah, um, yeah, I dealt with a situation with this once where he didn't know who the guy was, so I just like explained it to him. And out of respect for him, I didn't speak on the phone with him until they like met and he got like comfortable. But it wasn't like I was like, I gotta talk to him in private because I'm gonna answer in front of you regardless, so you know, like, ain't no funny shit going on. I'm gonna be like, what's up, my nigga? Like, you gonna hear that you were here to bro, bro conversation going on. Um, so he handled it really well and he wasn't really like weird about it, but like. I'm the type that if my my significant other brings something to me that like bothers them, I'm not super petty. Like, well, I don't give a fuck. Like, mm-hmm. so I I was just like, okay, that bothered you. Well, wait till you meet him. That's my dog. So 
I would do like, I'm always going to answer it regardless. Like I said, in front of them and then they're going to meet my people regardless. So you gonna I'm going to be on the phone with them. Yeah. Daryl, like, fuck that. Well, now if we're having like me time, <laughs> if we're having me time, me time, excuse me, that's selfish. <clears throat> us time. Me time. Right. That was mean. <laughs> if we're having us time, like, I'm not going to answer it even if it's, like, one of my best friends. Like, if we're really trying to have a genuine, like, just kick it moment, like, you know, be together, have a nice little night. But if we if we in a car ride, I'm like, hold on. Hello. <laughs> so. Hmm. Well, uh, I had a situation as well before, and the guy was very upset. <laughs> very upset. Wish y'all could see her face. <laughs> I had a couple conversations in one day with my male friends and I was just like, what's the problem? I have nothing to hide. Da, 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 da. And they're just kind of like, well, they don't know me. Da, 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 da. But I was just like, okay, you're saying you don't trust me because what's the problem? And I don't know. I just don't see what the issue is because I would expect my man to be able to talk to his female friends in front of me. Right. Like him say, we can meet each other. We can all be cool. This could be a big friendship party i don't know friendship party but i don't see the issue i don't see the issue because if you have a problem with it there's either some trust issues Mm -hmm. insecurities or you're just mad because you know you can't do that or all three of them i'm just at that stage now where just a lot of shit i just don't care about like yeah anything really Beyond the fa- like, beyond me actually catching you in the act of cheating, I'm not about to sit here and worry about what the fuck you doing. I'm just not like, yeah. <clears throat> okay, all right. So I shout out to what we talking about. I list. I was getting caught up on their um, podcast last week, and there is quite a few topics that they touched on that I wanted us to talk about from a female perspective. Um. So you you both. Got a chance to listen to it? Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. And if there's anything y'all want to add that I didn't add on here, feel free to talk about it. All right. So the first topic, um, it was basically about does letting a man treat you wrong or treat you bad make a female weak? Um, and then one of them had made a comment saying that basically, if I see that you're letting another man treat you bad, why would I want to come and save you? Or it'll it will make him not even want to approach the female. The next thing, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they was getting. Yeah. At. Um. For me, I think it's two sides. Um. I think you have to understand that, and I've said this before. What my boundaries are are different from what Kim's boundaries are. Are different from what Darielle's boundaries are. So. Maybe to some degree, I may see a level of what somebody goes through and it'd be like, I think everybody has that initial reaction of like, that could never be me Mm -hmm. until it's you. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't necessarily think it makes someone weak, but it's disheartening and it's heartbreaking for me to watch somebody go through it because you know that your friend or your loved one or whomever deserves something better. Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason, either they don't see it for themselves or they see it, but they're just not in a position to make a different choice. Mm-hmm. Um, now I do think from a man's perspective, I do believe that what he said is how they feel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
I, I agree with what he said 100% of how a man sees it. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, like I said, there was a time where I did have a mindset like, that shit weak. Like, girl, love yourself. You know what I mean? Like, and now that I'm older, like, I don't necessarily think it's a matter of not loving yourself or you being weak. A lot of the time, like, people really don't know how to leave situations and just be by themselves. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like people um, <clears throat> don't have the how-tos. You know what I mean? Like, you know you need to do something, but how to do it is something totally different. You know what I mean? How to actually execute it is something totally different. Mm-hmm. And just the need to have another body next to you is an overpower, an overpowering feeling. You know yeah. what I mean? Just somebody to fill a void that you may have. So I don't necessarily think it's weak. I think it's something that, like I said, more than anything, it just breaks my heart because you see, some, you see that that person deserves better. But mm-hmm. for whatever reason they're not ready to get to better or they have enough faith or belief that the person that they with, that they're with will get there. Right. Mm-hmm. So. And I think Des has said that too. Like some people just can't be by themselves. And I agree. So from the things that you were saying, it made me think about myself to where like, you know, I could be in a situation and a guy may not be treating me as, as good. And from the outside looking in, it's easy for you to be like, oh, she's stupid. She weak. I've been guilty of maybe calling somebody stupid or people can look at me and be like, oh, you're stupid. You deserve better. But I kind of realized that, like, my attachment to people is not that I can't be my, by myself. It's not that I'm okay with the men treating me a certain type of way. It's just issues that I have from my childhood and my past and things like that. So I think, like, it's easy for you to judge people. It's easy for you to look at them and say, that can't be me or why is she going through that? But you have to understand that a lot of people have deeper issues. And it's really not about the person that they're with or the situation. Right. A lot of people don't want to be in the situation. But like you said, they can't get out. Like, And the reason why is different for everybody. Yeah. So that's what I was going to say is because I've been in that situation where I should have left and dealt with it longer than I should have. Um, and looking back at it now it made me realize that it's because i never dealt with stuff like d said whether it's from childhood or past relationships or past friendships i never dealt with it so i'm allowing it to happen again and just kind of shut down when it happens um but i do agree with the male perspective again um as to what he said of how other men do look at you because my male friends have even said stuff like that to me like they know what women to make a fuck buddy and what woman to make an actual like I'm going to take you serious because mm-hmm. they're watching from a distance like oh I know she used to fuck with so and so and so and so and so and he did this 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 that's not fair yeah or I he, he used to fuck with her and I know that he treated her this this and this so she won't accept anything less so I do agree men women I think can do it too but men do look from the outside in and be like oh so she's that type of person that I can treat this way yeah mm-hmm. um but yeah, I don't think it makes you weak. I think it I think it shows that there's some things that you have to address personally. Yeah. yeah. And everybody's level is different. Like I said, like I point me into point me to one person who has just a 100% healthy relationship. Right? Nobody. Nobody. You know what I mean? Like again, my level of tolerance is different from you guys. So there's some shit that I put up with that I might not put up with for as long as the next person. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I, whereas I may only deal with it for two months, the next person may deal with it for four or a mm-hmm. year. It's just, it's experience. And you learn with each experience and you make a, hopefully a better choice the next time. I don't think it makes you weak. It's just life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Um, and to point that out, they did say that that doesn't make you weak. Um, and 
they were saying like basically you just take the time to be by yourself in here before moving to the next situation, next situation which yeah. yeah we say that all the time i agree all right so um a point that kim made goes into the next topic where it says when you meet someone new should you tell them about your past um where i kind of always feel like it's the right thing to do is be transparent but I also read something recently. I don't remember where, but it was saying like, basically don't tell someone what you've been through in the past because I don't tell them like, I can treat you that way as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's, yeah, I could see two sides to it. Um, but I kind of, I mean, I told you guys this off air. I kind of believe in like, at this point, I'm not going to deal with somebody unless they've done their mental health work. And the only way I'm going to know that is if we do get those deep conversations. And for me personally, I thrive off of deep intellectual conversations just because I was Mm -hmm. raised by somebody that was like immaculate in the educational world. So all I've ever done is have deep conversations. Um, And it doesn't have to be so deep where like, I don't need to know from, which I've had a man do this and I appreciated it, but I don't need to know from the time you were a newborn to your current age. (laughs) I don't, but the big ticket items are important to me. Like, um, but I see your point, because if like I were to tell him a trigger, he tells me a trigger. Are you going to use it against me? Right. You know what I mean? Um, so I think there's ways to tread lightly. But for me personally, I would like to know some things up front. Mm-hmm. I don't want to we a year down the line. You like, oh, by the way. Yeah, I agree to some extent because I feel like. I know you shouldn't judge people off their past, but I feel like you can learn a lot about about a person based off of how their other relationships were, like their um, significant other, significant others that they've been with, or their relationship with their parents mm. and things like that. Like I feel like you can learn a lot from that. I don't even, and I don't consider that judging. I consider it being knowledgeable to know what somebody else has dealt with, mm-hmm. so that way you also don't trigger them. Yeah. You know what I mean? How do you know? How are you gonna know? how to treat them if you don't know somewhat of what they've been through or somewhat of what they dealt with. And it could even be friendships. Mm-hmm. Like my, I have friendships that I talk about the girl all the time that we had a 13 year friendship and you had to get cut off. I still deal with that now with some of my own friendships. I feel insecure all the time from her friendship to my current friendships because mm-hmm. I'm like, I wonder if they're going to, if they're treating me the same way or thinking the same way that she did. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Mm. I think that, I see both sides, but I truly do feel like nobody can use something against you unless you give them the power to do that. Um, I think if you're at a space now where you're talking about some of the things that you've experienced in your past, you would have the wherewithal to combat against anybody trying to use that against you. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that there is a certain level of conversation for a certain time. Like I'm not just going to divulge all of my traumatic experiences and those little weird, odd, quirky things that make me, me mm-hmm. on the first day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I don't want someone holding that information about me and we never make it past that the first, first day. day. Right. Yeah. Um, I think as time progresses and you kind of just have those conversations and something comes along where it's like, oh, well, you know, well, how, you know, why do you, why do you think like that? Or how did we get here? Mm-hmm. Then it comes up and you learn more about a person um, mm-hmm. like him. I prefer, you know, the more thought provoking conversations. Uh, we can kind of shoot the shit initially, but if I see something in you that piques my curiosity and I want to get to know more, <laughs> then at that point, I do kind of want to have those deeper conversations just to kind of, again, figure out 
why you are the way that you are. Mm-hmm. So and what makes you you. So yeah, it's levels for sure. Yeah. All right. So Risa made a comment and he was talking about basically how like um, just because you're enjoying a person's company and y'all having a great time and y'all kicking it doesn't mean that that automatically means that you're going to be in a relationship and people should just enjoy having fun instead of rushing to put titles on it. Some of the other guys were saying that just seems like a player thing. Um, but I kind of agree. Um, I've definitely had some situations where I look back and I'm like, damn, we should just stay friends because everybody's not a great partner. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I definitely agree. I don't think that necessarily makes somebody a player, um, but I think there's definitely a lot of truth to that. Like a lot of people automatically feel like, okay, we click, we're having a great time. We're always around each other. This is a relationship. And I don't think that's necessary. Yeah. I've had a hard time with that. Like when I was dating, like casually dating, if I was just genuine, which I told everybody this and I still had people like you said, like be like, Oh, I thought we were like in a relationship or building towards one. And I'm like, no, I'm genuinely just trying to kick it and enjoy my time. Mm -hmm. And if I decide to stop one day, they take it so personal. Like we can never talk again. And I'm like, I thought we was cool. Like it's, (laughs) it's not me being like, fuck it. Fuck you. Like I'm, I don't know. I just feel like people take that personal a lot. Like when you just don't want to kick it with somebody no more, you don't want to, you know what I mean? I don't know. I've had that happen to me multiple times and it rubbed me the wrong way so bad that I was like, I'm cool on the little dating scene because these niggas be getting butt hurt. So I'm, I'm, I'm cool. Yeah. I definitely think it's based on what you know you can handle. I agree in the fact that everything does not have to be a relationship. And I've said this on the show before, like I will, stall like i'm not one of them people (laughs) where you know we date for two three four months and i'm ready to be in a relationship Mm -hmm. i've i've never been that person um i i think that and i think i've said this before like we get so wrapped up in enjoying somebody's company that we think it has to be romantic you know Mm -hmm. what i mean Mm -hmm. um and it doesn't necessarily have to be romantic and like i said again it's your capacity because there's some people who can just kick it and have sex Mm -hmm. and don't be in a relationship and that works for them Mm -hmm. there's people who can just kick it without the sex and it's just the quality time and there's people who both want a relationship i think within that you have to have those conversations like you know what does this look like for us how are we moving where are we going about it now i will say in my experience it's oftentimes like the men that I deal with where it's like one at first they're cool with just getting to know each other and taking it slow. But then as soon as whatever clicks in them, clicks in them, it's like, I want to be in a relationship or I'm going to hold you to a certain standard, Mm -hmm. but we not going to have a type. Yeah. It's just kind of weird. So you just got to know who you dealing with and what that person can take on. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think it's a player mentality if you're being honest about it. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Even if it's the fact of like, Hey, I do, I do kick it with you, but I also kick it with Tina, Tanya and Tracy. (laughs) I don't mean like, I don't know. Um, all the T's, you know what I mean? Like, I think that that's, that's where the confusion comes in is when the truth is not being told about Mm -hmm. what you're Mm -hmm. doing. Because I was just telling my sister this, um, earlier today like there was somebody that I was involved with and we weren't exclusive you know what I mean and initially you know I kind of felt the way about the other people or person in the picture but it's like once I took my ego out of it I'm like I really don't give a shit about that like Mm -hmm. you're not my nigga 
you're not let me you're not my man mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm not your girl you know what i mean we got what we got going on and that's cool so let me put myself in check and take my ego out of it and we ain't got nothing else to worry about like as long as i feel like when you with me and you treat me good and i'm i have happy feelings around you then i'm okay with that because that's where we at right but you got to be able to call a thing a thing people be getting the lines blurred and get confused about mm-hmm. how they feel just because you like this person and how they make you feel when they're around you mm-hmm. that don't mean you meant to be my man like, right, right. So. And, I, and i think that people kind of put um those expectations on there without having those conversations like i know women can be guilty of like you know calling a man their man before that man know that he's their man you know what i'm saying like and so i think what you were saying like taking your ego out of it and not just i don't know just not always expecting more out of something like just enjoying the time and if it goes there it goes there like you don't have to force something you don't have to rush because whether y'all having a good time or not, that man want to be with you. He gonna be with you whether it's four months, a year, two years, or whatever the case may be. Yeah, right. Um, but you just gotta know like your expectations and what you know your boundaries because some people don't want to wait two years of your relationship. Right. So, um, whatever works for you. Right. And um, nothing's wrong with being in a relationship after four months if that works works for right. you. Like, right. there's nothing wrong with that. If, the, if you know that's what you want mm-hmm. and somebody can't meet that expectation then did it you yeah. know what i mean like and then like you were saying like the whole honesty thing like i think that's very important i think a lot of people get caught up because people aren't honest about how they feel like they'll have you thinking you're their girl you ain't messing with nobody else or vice versa but the person's messing with all the other people on the side like mm-hmm. just be honest like i feel like a lot of people will accept your honesty versus a lie like and if that don't work for them it does if they are okay they're okay with it is they're okay with it yeah mm-hmm. but people need to learn how to be more honest about how they feel and what their expectations are i should say i was always 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 transparent up front always so if you ended up thinking we was dating you got another thing coming you got to get on because so speaking of transparency um this had nothing to do with their show but if you say, okay, a guy try to talk to you or whatever and wants to take you on a date. If you mess with someone in the past that he knows um, or someone maybe like in his friend group or someone that his friends know, would that make you not talk to him? And also, or if you decided to go on a date and talk to him, would you tell him up front? Does that make sense? I would or, just tell him up front. Yeah. Him. I was gonna say, yeah, I would. Even if you don't know where it's gonna go, probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. just to be open. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or if I didn't say it on the first day, if I felt like by the second or third day, I kind of wanted to pursue something, I would say something. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just feel like we in our thirties. It ain't too many people we gonna come across where their paths ain't crossed with somebody mm-hmm. that we know, or we know somebody that know them, yeah. or just whatever the fuck. I don't know, <laughs> like. Listen, if I ain't fuck your best friend or your family member or your family member, <laughs> anybody's up for grabs. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I've definitely even noticed like when I was younger, I may have talked to somebody and then now that I'm older, I talk to somebody else and they weren't friends back then, but they're friends now. Like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 when did y'all become friends? Yeah, I think like if it was like a date or y'all kicked it a few times, you allowed to be with bro. Like, y'all never slept together. Y'all not never tried to be boyfriend and girlfriend. You never mm-hmm. were. Like, 
Yeah, there was a relationship. Yeah, y'all. Y'all did sing together, but it still didn't go anywhere. I think that's subjective. <laughs> I would say some. I think sometimes, like the dudes, I think more so the dudes or the women, whatever role is switched, um, they might feel some type of way before you do. Yeah, like they might be like, "But bro, I definitely slept with her," or they all could not care and y'all could kick it, prosper, have your best life. Because that's a lot of men will do that. I know dudes. I know two dudes <laughs> that mess with. All the girls in the same crew, and they're like, "Oh, we don't care. Cool." Yeah. Like some people really don't care, and then other people are like, "Oh, I could never." But I think through my experiences, I see the other side. Like the person in the middle, that's like, "I just want to love you," even though I had this past, is just chilling. And then yeah. those two might be like, "Oh yeah, we don't care," or they'll be like, "Oh, because this person over here is just trying to make their little decision." I, I don't know. I feel like if your moral consciousness isn't feeling some kind of way about it and if people don't feel no way about it do what you want to do I, that's what I, I think it's the people more than anything it's, it's subjective to the people I, I don't know I just feel like again the city in which we live and the age that we are it's not too many people that you gonna meet that don't know somebody that knows somebody yeah. that knows somebody that's gonna tell somebody that's gonna tell somebody Yeah. so it's just like if it's that or this is like your potential person yeah, you know I, I mean, I have a story, but I don't know if I want to say it. Cause <laughs> okay, I'm just one of those people where like it literally bothers me that I can be say I'm talking to somebody. If you know a person that I used to talk to or y'all have mutual friends, like it bothers me that y'all could be in the same room and I could be brought up. And one of my male yeah. friends was like, why do you care? Like, who cares? I don't care if we're friends. I don't care if we know each other. Like, why does it matter? I'm like, what you it's gonna, just what you say? Y'all both getting your head. I like, <laughs> men, they have the mentality where they want their woman, their, their girl to be an angel and not have a past and not have not not be able to hear stories about her like they can't handle that what you gonna say y'all both ate my ass what you gonna say oh my god what you gonna say nigga i just i listen listen or like being a function and all your old niggas is there like what the fuck like that's what happened to me all all y'all ate my ass cool whatever like i just I don't know. I don't know. Oh my god! I be thinking too deep. I really be thinking too deep. No, I get it though, because that's weird. You don't want them. You don't want them being like, yeah. I mean, she was with me, but like this. But when she, when she was like that. And a lot, and some dudes don't talk, but a lot of dudes do. A lot of dudes do. No, they do talk. Yeah, I understand. They be acting like females. I've had this man that I messed with when I was like eighteen, nineteen. Tell someone when I was in my twenties. Oh yeah, I used to mess with her. Like, bro, what? Yeah, because he's salty. Oh, niggas love the kiss and tell. Why yep. are you bringing that up? I don't know you. Like, it's a whole new pussy, sir. <laughs> like, I just <laughs> swear. It ungraduated. Literally, leave me alone. It's a whole new one. Um, yeah, I, it's based on the people, y'all. Yeah, it's the people it's based for on sure. People. Some folks don't care. Some people do. Yeah. All right. Um. So, should you judge someone off their social media? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you right now. There no. is a whole person that I will not be with based off of his Facebook. But why? What does he do? He's reckless. Oh. Oh yeah, you, you that makes sense. Through, but I oh my god, my mom meet you. I wonder what people think about my social media. Can someone please DM us and say, tell us what you think about our social? Yeah, media? Yeah, because I feel like some people look at mine and think I'm like. Not as great as a person. As I am. You know, someone told me 
that people they know think that you're funny acting. And I was like, what? Based off her social media? Not based off her social oh. media, but because maybe she don't speak to them. But I'm like, she is the type of person like she has to know you. Kim is very friendly. I want to know who it is. Kim is this weird I'm okay. like, that's I know. not Kim at all. But like, people think that of me. You're mean. You're always mugging. Yeah. You always have an attitude. Or I don't like you. When I don't know you. Like, I just have a resting bitch face. And I'm very protective of myself until I'm comfortable yeah people have said that about me since I was like young though they were they'll always be like oh, I thought you were a bitch before I met you I thought you were stuck up before I met you I thought you were bougie before that's I met you everybody say that's a you problem that's yeah you I'm like vibes. even before we I know clothes, I don't get those vibes I know I'm an open friendly person but it, like she said it could be a you problem it might be them being like mm-hmm. they could be envious they could be all types of things towards me and they're just my one of my guy friends girlfriends like was so envious of me that she would he would be playing his game minding his business she would turn her phone around my instagram would be up and she'd be like you really think she's attractive i just think she's the ugliest person on the planet and he's like what he was like i'm in the middle of playing my game what are you talking about she was like i'm just saying i just don't i just don't see it and he was like i'm not entertaining that like go about your business so it could just be people like that is a feeling some type of way but out there that doesn't like me because they think I was looking at them funny. And I want to know if you know who it is. So I'm going to ask you. Yeah, ask me. Yeah, because now I want to know the tea. No, because the person that told me is about it was is friends with Kim, but she wouldn't tell me who the person was. Uh was Yeah, I want to know the tea. So there's a random person out there that doesn't like me because they think I don't like them and I don't know them. Apparently me too. So (laughs) it's fine. There's a lot of those. That's how females be looking at me like I'm some type of freaking... Meaning. bougie asshole bitch i don't know that's fine that's as long as my dogs know me right Period. i do judge people off their social media though i think for me when i can get the vibe of if i'll really if i'm gonna vibe with a person based off how they post on social media i don't know how but i've always been right like before i meet someone or know if they should come on the show or something like that i go look at their social media and i will know right off of that like mm-hmm. that's not gonna work but I wouldn't want to be judged off of my social media. Like, I post a lot of memes that could be sad girl shit or I hate men shit or just some funny shit. And I don't want people to be looking at me like... I don't necessarily think I judge people off their Instagram. I judge people off their Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Facebook is different, though. Yeah, not necessarily the Instagram. It's the Facebook yeah. I judge you off of. Because you're really using your words on Facebook yeah. versus... Instagram, you reposted. You just post some pictures. Okay, yeah, mine is yeah. really my stories. I haven't posted on my Instagram in like almost a year. Um, last time I posted was October, so I haven't yeah. like posted on there. But I wonder if some people just look at it and they're like, "She's stupid." I just hope people don't know what to think yeah. of me based on my Instagram. Other than I like to take a selfie or two, and I might post some wild shit <laughs> air and there. Um. Okay. So speaking of posting the memes and all that shit there was um something that the guys brought up on their show so they played a clip i think it was from a podcast and the guy was basically saying how someone else was saying how he feels like as a black man he has to protect himself from um women's thoughts just because it's tough to see women bashing men online and putting them all in one category you know how a lot of women say men don't take accountability men say women don't take accountability or women just always saying niggas ain't shit this and that all day and he said it's very hard to deal with and to see every day because then you start to look at yourself like well damn am am i a part of that 
And then the guys are basically just saying how you got to be mindful what you take in. And, um, and also they were saying how, like, it's hard for you to not want to defend yourself when you see stuff like that, because you feel like you're not that type of person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, um, Reese had made a comment that said like, he feels like women enjoy the type of men that they bash online. That I don't feel is true. That goes back to what we talked about in the beginning about um, them feeling like, you know, women are weak because a man treats them bad. Mm. Like, just because we go through a bad situation doesn't mean that we enjoy that. Now, some people do get excited by toxic shit, but not all of us do. Mm-hmm. Um, so go ahead. I'll let y'all talk and then I'll give my thoughts. Mm. Um. I think that when you see those memes that make you question or feel like you need to defend or whatever the case may be, I think it's a matter of you got to chew the meat and spit out the bones. If it don't apply to you, it don't apply to you. Where it applies, apply it. Um, I just, you know, you do have to be mindful of what you take in because it does get hard to see that stuff. I, I think as a woman, it gets hard to see the stuff that, that people say about women um, on social media. So you just, you got to take it with a grain of salt or really cultivate your social media to follow the pages that you actually want to see what they're talking about. And it's not all of the negativity. Um, what was the second part to that question? Oh, I said that one of the guys said, um, Oh, we like the niggas that we complain about. Yep. Got it. Um, I mean, not really. I do think to a certain extent, everybody gets a little bit excited about toxic behavior. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I mean, I think that most people really back in and be like, you know, this ain't cool. So I got to stop mm-hmm. this. But I don't, I personally don't necessarily want the things that I complain about in a person or excited by the things that I complain mm-hmm. about in men. Um, I do think that Instagram is a sounding board, um, for people to make memes when they really talking to themselves or about the person that they're with, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Um, it, it's all dependent on the person. I don't think you can make that general statement and say it's everybody. Yeah. I think in from the clip that they played was saying, like, I think it's just when, when women do stuff like that, it's just their perspective or their situation, which is true. Yeah. I know for me, looking back, listening to old episodes or like things that I may have said or posted on social media, I used to be a man ain't shit, but it wasn't that I really felt like all men ain't shit. All the men that I used to deal with wasn't shit. Yeah. And so it's natural for you to be like, have this wall up because you like, ain't nobody going to treat me right. Blah, 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 blah. But I think as you grow, you have to take accountability. You have to realize like, I just need to deal with a different type of man. Mm -hmm. And I know we talked about that before. Um, And I do think it's unfair for any anybody man man or woman to be online bashing people 24 7 now what does piss me off is i may make a statement and i always get a couple people who comment and be like why don't you say that all men don't apply okay well if it doesn't apply to you then keep moving like i'm talking from my experience and my perspective and things that i went through so why do y'all get so fucking offended like that pisses me off and i'm tired of going back and correcting myself let me just say as a disclaimer i don't mean all men like i should be able to say what the fuck i want to say like if it doesn't apply to you just shut the fuck up like why are you getting offended probably because somebody made them feel some type of way with that same statement so now they're going to take it out on you which is not fair that ain't got nothing to do with you 
I just feel like there is always something that someone can say about each of us that we've done wrong. Right. We mm-hmm. may not do everybody wrong, but there are some people that we did do wrong. So yeah. it's just like, so in somebody's eyes, you probably ain't shit. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, oh, fucking well. I don't know, bro. But yeah, I do think that um, people need to chill on the bashing. I feel like we do need to talk more about the good things and uplifting each other. Easier said than done. And posting the memes is for fucking shits and giggles, honestly. Like, I don't think we should take social media and the things that we post as serious so as heavy, we do. Yeah. Which is easier said than done. I've been offended by shit from social media, but I feel like as a whole, we should not take it as serious. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Um, The last thing that I wanted to bring up that they talked about was, can someone be the wrong person but have the right intentions? Mm. wrong person right intentions mm-hmm. in a romantic sense yeah yeah I, I think that's that whole nice guy theory like you got the right intentions you just not the one for me, it, for yeah. me yeah. Mm-hmm. that's exactly what I thought about when you read that so or I, I it think could so. be the wrong person is like you know what I mean like I, I think I was having this conversation with a friend I don't think that like you see the post where it's like, um, how I get played by the person who approached me, or like you, mm, you can't, you like you was checking for me and you wasted my time. You could just left me alone. Um, <laughs> that stuff. Like, um, I don't think anybody, male or female, goes into a situation with intentions of I'm gonna fuck this person over, mm. or I'm gonna do this person dirty, or I'm gonna ghost them, or I'm gonna do whatever the fuck. I don't know. I, yeah. I just don't think that people are that bad to where they do that. Um, I, but I do think somewhere along the line, something changes or you see that you might be able to get something over on me. So mm-hmm. then I let you slide with it once. Now you want to skate. Mm-hmm. I, you know what I mean? But I think initially people aren't just out doing bad, doing people bad. Um, so, yes, I think that your intentions could be good initially somewhere in there that gets messed up. And then that makes you the wrong person for me. Mm-hmm. Or it could have been it's a matter of like those character flaws that people just have, you know what I mean? Those bad qualities that people just have. Initially, I didn't see them. And initially, you probably didn't even want to bring them out. Mm -hmm. But now that they're here, I get to make a sound decision about whether or not that's going to work for me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think it's true to that. Yeah, I do too. I agree. Okay. Uh, Was that your definite clip of the read? Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Do you want me to play it? Uh, We don't have to. to summarize? Dang, I would want to play it because it was funny. Yeah. Um, I'll play some of it. Okay. Like, you know, the discussion of how she helps him out with his classes. Stop that. That means she does his homework. Stop <laughs> that. She does his assignments. Let these niggas fall down on their goddamn face and get the fuck back up again. You motherfuckers will leave your own goddamn baby in the crib and let that motherfucker cry his, her, their face off because they need to learn, right? You motherfuckers do this all the time. Like, can't pick up my baby cousins, nieces, nephews, because they need to just learn to cry. You can't spoil them. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're doing this motherfucker's trigonometry homework for him. <laughs> 
why the fuck do you think that these niggas act so fucking spoiled and bad? Because they're spoiled <laughs> and bad. And you allow them to. And you enable the worst ones. It'd be the niggas out here who just, like, finished college or are looking for someone to spoil and respect and, like, have a healthy life with and cry at the wedding. It'd be that niggas that, like... You know, are too good and overlooked and whatever else. You want the motherfuckers that are going to cheat on you in broad daylight on Snapchat, TikTok, Black Planet, MySpace, not MySpace, the box, everything. I just want want the girls to be free. (laughs) (laughs) They're hilarious. So basically, this was a listener letter where the or yeah, I'm gonna just say a listener letter where the friend wrote in regarding her friend's relationship, and this nigga. Cheated on her, um, then told her it was just a test to see if she was going to be insecure about it. And the friend had made mention of like how she didn't help this nigga with his depression. She'd be doing this nigga's homework. She'd be doing all this stuff. And then he cheated on her or whatever. Mm. Um, And I think my question on there was like, why are women so willing to like just take on a man's stuff? Like, Mm -hmm. we'll take on his problems. We'll take on his kids. We'll take on his businesses. We'll take on every single part of his life. And... (laughs) For what? <laughs> like, but you, but you know what I mean? Like, we don't have nobody to help us figure it out. Like, mm-hmm. y'all have to figure out how to be moms. Y'all have to figure out how to have a mom, and, be a mom and have a life. How to be a mom and work. How to just, uh, you have, we have to figure it out. There's nobody there for us. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, women are literally taught to figure it the fuck out on mm-hmm. our own. Whereas men don't, they're not raised <laughs> like that. They literally go from their mama to their girlfriends. Yes. Like, some of wow. them, some of them. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I've literally had male friends tell me like they've went literally from their mom to living with their girl. They break up. They bounce around, basically homeless, from person <laughs> to person. <laughs> So they meet another girl and then they live with her and then y'all break up. Now you bouncing around again. So one day you up and decide that you got to figure it out as a man. Like I'm just trying to figure out why we're so willing or why we're conditioned to think that we have to do that shit because it's like, Oh, you know, I see the potential or like, (laughs) or like, you know, I just love him so much. Like, look, I think about, I think about, um, what the fuck is that movie? The notebook where she'd be like, but daddy, I love him. You're like, shut up, bitch. Shut up. You're dumb. Shut up. Shut up. I don't understand. That's, That's really deep. Because I've been that woman where I'm like, I'm just trying to help him be a better person. Or telling him, like, you have so much potential. I see it in you. Like, I'm not your fucking mom. And I had to realize that my friend had to tell me, like, that was his mom's job. And I had to realize, like, I am not your fucking therapist. I'm not your parents. Like, you got to figure that shit out for you. I am not your fucking mother, bro. Like, oh. Like, it's not my job to raise you. It's not your job to raise me. It's not, it's not, it's and, not it. And I think that people can help you realize some things about yourself, yeah. but it is not on the other person to raise, it's like raising a fucking kid. Yeah. It's literally like raising a kid. Like, no, mm-hmm. I, I can't. Like, that's too much. But yeah, women are like that. And even like, I realize that as being a parent, trying to co-parent, we're like, you know, we're trying to figure out the kid's school schedule and we want to pick him up these days. And he kind of looked at me like, I mean figure it out switch your days around but when it's his day 
you know, you're not going to figure it out. I just have to stop what I'm doing in the middle of the day and go pick these kids up from school. Now, I'm going to do it because those are my kids and I got to do what I got to do. But at the same time, we have a schedule for a reason, bro. If, that, if that's your day and you don't have nobody to pick them up, figure it the fuck out just like I got to do it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's, just, it's fucked up. But we really have to learn, especially women, like we're just naturally like caregivers and always want to be the superhero and the super mom and the super girlfriend and the super wife. And we take on so much responsibility. It was just like that clip we played from fucking, what's her name? April from Love and Hip Hop. Like we take on all <laughs> these. <laughs> Coochie got to bounce back. Coochie got to bounce back. We pushing out these babies. We doing all this and that cooking, cleaning and all this shit. And what the fuck are you doing for us? Like, it's just like we take on so many different roads and we stretch ourselves thin. And no wonder now that's why we posting the fucking memes, bitch. Because y'all don't get it, bro. Bitch. The least you can do is buy me some flowers once a fucking week if you ain't going to do shit else. Like, oh my God. It was the, it was the bitch calling ever me. Bitch. I've done that so many times and I'm tired of saving these niggas, bro. I am tired because I'm saving myself. So why the fuck do I gotta save you too? Okay, you know what else just came to my mind? White chicks where she'd be like, I'm not your fucking doormat. (laughs) (laughs) No, for real, I'm not, bro. And a lot of these niggas think that you are. And not all men. Sorry to this man. We shooting folks out here now. Treat women like fucking doormats. And then you cheating because she ain't cooking every day. She ain't sucking a dick every day. But it's like, we are tired. <laughs> we are fucking tired, bro. Why can't I have a day where I just lay in a fucking bed and you cook me dinner and you rub my back and you rub my feet until I go to sleep? Like, why do I have to be involved? I don't want to do shit. <laughs> like, bro. Uh, I'm hot now. Oh, my God. Not hot. I'm sorry. I didn't. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. I didn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've been captain table hole one too many times yeah i just you know i am um, these niggas you can't even fucking miss a fucking meal in a weekend before they leave your ass <laughs> like i'm cheating on you because you don't cook every day like bitch what <laughs> get on pictures and learn how to fucking cook your fucking self like uh <sighs> women yeah ladies i just want you to you know dig deep and really think about you know what you're willing to take on when it comes to another person's life mm. and My suggestion would be only extend yourself as far as someone is willing to extend themselves to you. Mm -hmm. So if I'm going to be doing your homework, you're going to be helping me with my business plan. If I'm going to be cooking, you're going to be washing the dishes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's a give and take for sure. Um, I just don't understand and we're conditioned and it's something innate within us where we just feel like we just got to come in and and take on this role. And Mm -hmm. I ain't with all that shit. So at all. At all. And I really appreciate, you know, a current situation, my current situation with like, he doesn't force me to cook all the time by myself. Now, there are some days where he's busy and he's tired and he could. There are some days where I'm busy and I'm tired and he cooks, but majority of the time we do it together. Like, that makes me feel so much better than a man coming home and expecting me to fucking cook a five course meal every day or cook breakfast, lunch and dinner every day. Like, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I got my own life and shit going on too. Yeah. So 
All I gotta say is fuck these hoes, pass the weed. I'm just playing. <laughs> I said that at the end of every damn show. I'm just playing. I'm just playing, y'all. That's okay. about to be our outro. I know. All right, we have a few more topics. Okay, so I just want to switch the gears and talk about something funny before we end the show. All right, so this topic says Is it important for your partners to come during sex? And if they didn't, would you be offended? <clears throat> for me, um, it's important. It's important. Um, if they don't, I feel like depending on how long we've been going, I mm-hmm. might just call it a wrap. We try again tomorrow. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's important. I think I more, more for I mean, forget my partner. It's important that I come. Yeah. that's a good one so yeah i think it's important for both because i mean that's that's just like you know a really good part between both of y'all you know what i'm saying like when y'all get taken there you get taken there so like why not like the fuck um um i don't know if if offended is the word if they don't but i would be like you're right what happened there yeah she needs some milk you okay (laughs) because you do all the time she didn't today so what's wrong <laughs> so I don't know if I'll be offended slightly, but not like to the point where I'm angry. But I will be like, "Did you good?" Because I, I don't think I felt that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't. Feel you it. can definitely feel it. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> but I have been with. <laughs> I've been with someone who you couldn't. You sometimes you can't feel it, yeah. but you know it happened because it's coming out of you after. I'm sorry, dude. I'm just... <laughs> Kim, I know you hate talking about sex. I do. <laughs> but I don't. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I was going to say some raunchy shit. But, um, you know, Got to keep that Instagram profile uh, active. Yeah. Anyways. All right. So, um, this is a video from... What's her name? Ayala. Mm-hmm. And it's about healing versus growth work. And I'm going to play the clip, huh? And the reason I asked you about uh, the healing thing is because it's like, you know, I, I can go to therapy, you know, I can meditate, I do all of these things, but it'd be like one thing that you might hear, you know, from the past or one person you thought that, you know, you, you, you had you had healed from and you hear something or see them and it triggers you and it feels like it brings you right back to that bad place again. So I'm like, damn, do you ever get to a place of just... Can I can I offer can I ask you a question? You don't have to respond. Okay. I would I would encourage you to ask your, your therapist or your your co- whatever you know the person you work with. Are you doing healing work or are you doing growth work? Mm. There's a distinction mm-hmm. between growth work, meaning growing beyond where you were, growing into something new, getting a whole new perspective. Whereas healing work is releasing, clearing, neutralizing. And healing work is not intellectual. It's energetic. That's right. Mm. So there has to be a lot of energetic work that goes on. All right? So you... I'm going to play all of it. But that was very interesting to hear that because I used to think that healing and growing was the same thing. But then I always would feel like, okay, I'm very knowledgeable of the things that brought me to this point the things that hurt me the things that trigger me my traumas and i can recognize that i can take accountability i can own up to things but why do i feel like i'm not growing not growing 
But why am I not changing how I deal with things? Why do I still have these attachment issues? Why do I still have trust issues? So I feel like I've grown. But you're not healed. But I feel like I haven't healed. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Um, I never really <clears throat> thought about it until she said it. And I thought that she made a very good point. Um, I think that they go hand in hand. Um, I, I think that in order for real growth to happen, you have to heal. Mm-hmm. Um, and in order for real healing to happen, you have to grow, which I think comes with the awareness that there's a problem to begin with. It's not mm-hmm. the, this is just how I am, mm-hmm. which I think is, now that I'm thinking about it, it's super amazing because I feel like when we first started the podcast, a lot of the stuff that we would say is like, this is just how yeah. I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now we're, you're, the conversation is more about changing mm-hmm. and growing. Um, I think it's, I think it's a real thing. And I think people have to be aware of where they're at when it comes to those two things. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you could be aware, but not know how to execute, you know, and that goes back to the healing. Like, have you really dug deep enough to figure out, you know, yeah. when this trauma happened, how it happened with, you know, who it happened with. Now, how do I uproot that? Yeah. So. I think that's where I'm at now. It's like, I know the problems. I know the triggers. I know the people that's put me in this position or what I've done to put me in this position, but how do I get over it? How do I move forward? And how do I stop myself from making the same mistakes? Yeah. So. Yeah, I um, I think healing takes a lot longer than growing. But the point is, we kind of talked about this briefly earlier, but the point is to me, like as long as you're growing towards that healing point, that's that's enough for me personally for like myself. I mean, that's enough for me to, I'm not saying that I don't ever want to heal. That sounds backwards. Um, but as long as I know I'm making progress to get to my healing point, I feel like I can give myself a pat on the back and I can be like, all right, you finally made it over that milestone. Now here's the next one. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's taking those steps, step by step to get to that final healing process. But they always say like healing is a marathon, not a race. So those growth steps are how you get to that final top tier of healing. Um, So yeah, I think it's as long as you're growing and you're making the steps to grow and taking initiative and wanting to grow, whether that's through therapy, prayer, Mm -hmm. friends, family, both, all that, um, I think that's the most important part is taking action and doing better for yourself in those areas. Yeah. And I think, and I said this earlier in the show, like really understanding that your mental health is just as important, if not more important than your physical health. And the same thing that you apply when it comes to your physical health, like working out, you have to do that with your brain. Yep. It's like strength training, training your muscles to react in a different way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or like thinking about your your internal, like a computer, you know what I mean? Like new processes, new system, downloading new information to mm-hmm. build new concepts and ideas mm-hmm. of how something should work. Right. You know what I mean? But I don't think we look at it in that way, but it's literally like building a muscle. It you is. You know what I mean? It's it, literally it what your brain is a muscle. You know what so. I mean? It hurts until you get used to it. And then once you start to exercise and more, you get, you, you get used to it, you know? Yeah. Yep. But... I like how the show came full circle. It did, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. Oh my god, that's the title. Full circle. circle. Oh yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I okay, so that came out, Matt. Okay, that sorry. Was all of our topics, but are we going to address the DM? Yeah, I want to touch on that just a little bit. I think that we should address the DM. I do not think that we need to give that person any credit. <clears throat> no, not at all. Um, but I do want to or mention their name mm-hmm. whatsoever. But I don't mind us reading the DM on the show. Yep. Go ahead. 
Okay, here we go, guys. <clears throat> so as y'all know, we be doing collabs or whatever. So sometimes, <laughs> sometimes we get messages. So we got this one. All right. So we got this about a month ago. Um, basically, we got a DM saying that they want to be a guest, that they're an entrepreneur. They have several businesses. They have different groups online with like high a high following. Um, so we're open to it because you know we just want to know like our big our first question is always what topics do you want to discuss? Because last thing we want is for y'all to come on here and just be like, oh no, I'm just hanging out. Um, so they gave us this giant list of like questions, and we kind of were like, wait a minute. We thought this was like, like basically they were like trying to ask us to do an interview of them. And we were like, oh, like we just kind of told them, you know, respectfully, like, unfortunately, we don't typically do full interviews on our platform. Like, of course, you know, we'll sit down, introduce yourself, tell us about yourself, that type of thing. Um, So their response was, sorry, they were, they can come on and talk about anything as well. And so we're still trying to be open mm-hmm. and said, what's dis- or what topics would you like to discuss? Um, and then they gave us one, which was about women not getting enough credit for taking over the culture. And so we all talked about it as a group and just decided to pass because, you know, it's just one topic. And we, if you're going to come be a guest, we want, you know, like a full, full thing. So their response was, (laughs) (laughs) mind you who messaged who, that's all I'm going to say. It's okay. I have my own podcast with better views and listens. Nice talking to you. <laughs> so disclaimer, um, what Kim said is the whole process. Usually when someone reaches out to us about coming on the show, we put it in a group chat. We always ask them what they want to talk about because it just makes for a better show when the person comes on and has an idea of what they want to talk about. Mm-hmm. We usually go with what majority rules out of the three of us. So that's how it goes. So when a person... When we when Kim put the screenshot in the text, I'm like, well, it sounds like more of an interview. We don't really care to do interviews because it just doesn't align with the right. Take Control brand. The interviews that we did do in the past align with the brand. Mm-hmm. But if you go back and you listen to the shows, you would know that the guests that come on, it's just a full conversation with either another yes. male to get a male perspective or it's just another female. Mm-hmm. Um, So when <laughs> Kim showed us the response, I'm like... I personally, I just, I wouldn't even respond. You want a cookie? That I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know what you want me to say to that because, again, we didn't reach out to you, so you reached out to us. So, what was that? <laughs> Darielle is about to, um, you know. She about to let loose on these hoes. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just like my thing is, and this is for anybody that listens to our show or has any idea of what our show is, that if you want to come on. We typically do not do music interviews because that's not our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we typically don't do any interviews of any people of any kind because it just doesn't align with the brand. Now, if you can come on and have a conversation with us about whatever the to- topics may be and you bring your own, cool. But I'm going to just put that out there now so that there's no hard feelings. Um, it's not that we're against collabing with anybody because it's not. But I think it is important as a business that things have to align. That is something that Daryl taught us early on. Um, and we have followed that advice from day one. Mm-hmm. And that's absolutely not going to change. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk that talk, sweetheart. I'm like, we won't go in like I want because I'm a change woman. No, <laughs> go in. But I just, it was funny when I saw it. And old me would have sent a whole fucking paragraph like, bitch, you got me fucked up. But 
and me these days, I really wanted to just be like, okay, cool, LOL. Like, I just feel like I didn't want to give that person that much energy because, and like Brandy said, we're not against collabing with people. We love to collab. We love having guests. But you approach us like you just want to be a guest on the show. Mm-hmm. But when we ask for topics, it was basically all about you and your brand and blah, 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 blah. I don't mind a person coming on and promoting themselves. We always ask our guests to promote themselves. Right. But it does not align with our fucking show like we have all said already. So for you to get offended and try to throw shots at us or make it seem like what you got going on is better than what we got going on, I don't give a fuck if you get a million listens and we get two. I don't care. Like. It's just like for you to try to throw, you reach out to us and then you try to throw shade, especially to us black women. Like, I don't appreciate that. And that was very, very mature and petty of you, if you are listening. Right. Um, And regardless of how you feel about us and how we're doing all of that, like, you were interested in coming on, you felt like it would benefit you in some type of way. So for you to get offended, it just, it wasn't personal. It just wasn't personal. It's mm-hmm. not that we don't care. Like, if he would have came and be like, let's talk about these topics, and he would have came on, we could have did a couple questions about your brand and things like that, but we also could have had a show. That would That's different. But for you to expect us to do a full interview and be mad because that doesn't align with us, like, that's just, uh, I don't respect that. Right. Furthermore, we asked, once we said that we didn't really do interviews that wasn't really our style of show, we asked, he was, no, he was like, I wouldn't mind just coming on to talk. And okay, what do you want to talk what about? Talk so about? we asked the man, what did he want to talk about? And he said how women don't get enough credit for pushing the culture forward. Something if like I'm that, correct. Yeah, changing the culture or something. What does that mean? Right. Like, elaborate. Elaborate. Yeah. I, and we're not going to talk you about have, two hours. Thank you. Topic. And if you have a podcast, a thriving podcast, you, you would understand, understand that you need to add context. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, okay, sir. And I'm not doing that because we've already had people on that don't got shit to talk about and we had to scrap the whole fucking show. You're not about to waste my time and you shouldn't want to waste yours. Like, I just... (sighs) (laughs) Sir, whoever you are, I don't even know this man never heard of him or his show or his whatever the fuck he got going on. Good for you. I'm glad that you're a black man thriving, as you say. That's fine. But don't put us down because in the process, you didn't get your way. You're being a baby, a baby bitch. You know, I wanted to say that, but I didn't want to. Say Oops, sorry to this man. It is what it is. Call it what it is. A baby bitch. So yeah, it was funny, but you still had us fucked up. Yeah, my biggest thing was like, don't reach out to us and in the same breath disrespect us. Yeah. Like. And that was the biggest thing. I'm a big believer in like the golden rule of kindergarten. Treat us how you want to be treated. We came back respectfully every message. And so for you at the end to be like, oh, well, it's fine anyway, because I'm, I got this going. I got, okay. okay good for Nobody you. ever said you didn't. We just wanted you to let us, let you know that that's not our type of thing. We don't sit yeah. here and do interviews. Like when somebody comes on, yes, they discuss themselves in the first fucking five minutes and then that's it the The next fucking two hours is a real show i think maybe we've done maybe two interviews and the one person was a celebrity and again we also talked about that was surrounding mental health it was about about it was surrounding mental health and we we talked about yeah and we talked about um 
like love languages and shit like that. We actually did shit that benefits our show and benefited them. Yeah. I don't mind doing shit like that. But for you to expect to come on and for us to do a full interview, that is not what we do. Yeah. And you should know what you're, what type of people you're dealing with before you even reach out to them. Right. And that's why I say, obviously, he doesn't listen to the shows or have re- listened to any of the previous shows because right. he would know. Right. Um, like I said, it's just rule of thumb for us. And I advise any of my my clients that do podcasts, be mindful about who you bring on the show. Mm-hmm. Because, again, there will be a time where you're going to have to scrap your whole episode, which we've had to do that several times mm-hmm. because a person will come on high. They'll come on drunk. Mm-hmm. They say they have something to talk about and they don't. Mm-hmm. So it just be fucking boring. Yeah. Like when you on social media, you got all this shit to say. Yeah. But when you get here and get down to it, you being quiet and shy and all that bullshit. Like no. Or you're over talking. You're taking like it's a it's a for real art to this. Yeah. So again, no disrespect to you, sir. But again. It, it, and again, it, it was not for you to attack us. It wasn't personal. Yeah. We have these issues within us just learning how to do podcasting. We used to talk over each other or not say enough or one person only talk more and other person don't. We wouldn't do that. So it's just like, you're mad because we have expectations for our show. Right. I guess my thing is, is if you got more listens and views, then you should have invited us on your show. Period. Okay. <laughs> fucking period. Like... There okay. are podcasts out there that do interviews. That is not us. So go reach out to them. Yeah. Like... And if you feel like our podcast is so little and so small, then you wouldn't don't reach out on our shit. Fuck, piss me off. Anyways, I hate it to end with that negativity, but you know it's okay. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you for taking out your time. It is late. We want to go home to our families and eat, and so we will catch y'all next time. Okay, bye. Two hours. Peace. See you later.